Hello, and welcome to Financial GPS Mama. My name's Heather Stokes, and I'm your host. We're going to talk about how to create a path to financial wellness and navigate to financial freedom. Let's face it, we don't plan to fail, we fail to plan. Through faith, focus, and financial growth, you can build a legacy. So let's get started. So most people spend more time planning their birthday, their wedding, their kids' birthdays than they do their own financial future. I mean, some people take a year to plan a wedding, right? And then maybe think about planning their financial future. So again, failing to plan will ultimately lead to failure. So your best first step is building to a better, brighter future is to start with the same idea of building that financial house. So finding a clear vision of what you really want to look at, that's that GPS, right? Understanding where we're at, where we need to go and where we want to go, right? So what do you see when you imagine your financial future? That's one thing I want you to keep in mind as we go through the different parts of this house. Do you want to be debt-free? Do you want to help your kids go to college or university without a load of debt over their heads? Do you want to set them up to for more success than you had? You want to be able to travel, have vacation, purchase property, purchase a vacation property, have enough money so you don't have to even think about it. That's that freedom I was talking about. That's that peace of mind, knowing that you can make your own decisions without being limited. What will motivate you to create this plan and really work through it, okay? Part of the first step it's important to understand your financial independence number. Everybody's number is different, okay? Everybody has different debts and costs that are going to help decide that financial independence number. And everybody has different lives they're living, a different amount of children, if they're married, not married. So what is your financial independence number? That's the first step. Once we know what your FIN is, then we know where we need to work from, right? So eventually, you also have to also think knowing your FIN where you work at now, what's going to come along the way? Are you going to get married? Are you going to have kids? Are you going to have a house? Or do you already have one? And then reaching that target goal of what you're eventually going to need to need, what millions of dollars you may need to need for retirement. So without having that target goal at the end of what you're going to need, it's like just shooting arrows, not even knowing where they're going. So we want to hit that target, right? So don't be intimidated by the fin. Sometimes I sit down with people and they're just like blown away. Um, you mean I need $3 million at retirement? Like, I don't even know how I'm going to do that. Guess what? Little bites, little bits, we're going to get you there. So just breathe, okay? Step one in construction of any part of house, right? Real house or your financial house is the foundation. A rock solid foundation is required, so a strong foundation will make the house so it doesn't crumble. Well, same thing with your finances. If you have this foundation, when rainy days and storms and things come, just like I've been through, you'll be able to survive that. So what is the foundation? Well, protecting your most important assets, your income. How do we do that? We do that with life insurance, okay? It's your income that builds the house and without being able to replace it, you are extremely vulnerable, okay? So auto insurance replaces cars, 
homeowner's insurance replaces houses, life insurance, although it cannot replace a life, but it can replace an income. Okay. So if you don't already have life insurance, what we'll do is look at what you need to cover your family. Imagine you pass away. You and your significant other are make $4,000 apiece. Your monthly budget's $8,000. One of you has passed. Now there's only $4,000. But guess what? All those bills, all those expenses are going to keep coming in, whether you or your loved one is there or not. So now you're trying to pay $8,000 worth of bills and groceries and expenses for you and your children with only $4,000. It's not going to work, right? That's what we talk about when we talk about life insurance is this isn't about you because you'll be gone. It's about the people that are still here. How does that affect your loved ones? Okay. Are they going to have a change in their lifestyle? Do you want them to have a dramatic change in lifestyle? Do you want them to have to move out of the house? Do you want them to have to sell a car? Or do you want them to be able to maintain the same lifestyle that they currently are living or the lifestyle you hope to provide for them in the future in the potential of your absence? Because if you or your loved one are building this strong financial house, you have all these goals and dreams for the future. And then all of a sudden one of you passes without life insurance, all those hopes and dreams are going to crumble. Okay. So think about how important your income is to your family and to your financial goals if you don't have a family. An important question asked is if you die prematurely, like we were just talking about, would you want your family to live better, the same or worse than they do now? You know, and when I say it to people like that, they kind of look at me like deer in headlights, like, what do you mean? Why would I want my family to be worse? Well, most would say they want their family to live the same or better, right? So if you're not informed and you don't think about this, you're not honest with yourself, you will make mistakes. And understanding that there are cracks in your foundation that you might need to fill them in and understanding you may have life insurance that may not be adequate, right? There's many different types of life insurance. So even if you purchase life insurance, I can encourage you to go over that with your financial planner or someone like myself where they can sit down and make sure and do a life insurance assessment and decide, do you have the right kind? Do you have the right amount of coverage? Um, you know, there's some that build cash value. They're not always the best thing because they're normally more expensive than what you get on say a term life policy. And the returns that they give you on those are normally pretty low. So whereas in most cases, you could buy a term policy that has an automatic renewable without medical that would carry you all the way up to age 95 and cost you less. And then you can use that extra money to actually invest in something that would give you a higher return. People say, oh, I got insurance at work, right? Um, what happens if you no longer have your job? What happened if your job has cutbacks and they decide we're not going to carry insurance anymore? Now you're older, might have medical conditions. You didn't secure that life insurance and your family is going to be without. Okay. So you also don't know the terms and conditions of that group policy. And very few times, most of the time, they won't let you even see what those are. So there might be some hidden agendas there that really aren't going to cover. And most of them aren't for very much, right? 50000 or less. That's not going to pay off your house and your car and give them the same environment. 
So that's the foundation. If we learned anything from this recent pandemic and this recent time that we all went through, we learned that you have to make yourself what people call now pandemic proof, right? So if we rely on that work or that group insurance, a lot of us, you know, fall back on that. We don't want to take the extra expense of having our personal life insurance. Oh, I've got it at work. They're going to pay something. A lot of times those policies are only 10, 20, 30, 40, maybe $50,000. Some of us that are in high risk jobs might have higher policies that we can get through our employers. But what happens if something happens with work? What happens if your employer can't afford to continue carrying that life insurance for you because we just went through a pandemic or a huge recession? What if that job disappears? What if you get hurt or sick or injured and can no longer be at that job? So we have to put, when we're talking about our families and we're talking about our homes and we're talking about our livelihood as being able to continue on in the future, we have to put those not just in someone else's hands. I mean, you wouldn't expect your work to go figure out what auto insurance was gonna be best for your car or to figure out what carrier you're gonna use for your house insurance because they don't cover those things. So it's the same thing with life insurance. We need to make sure that we're covering what we need to cover. How old are we? How old are our children? How much more do we have to pay on our mortgage? How much more do we have to pay on our car? Your employer is not sitting down thinking, putting all these factors together. It's something you need to sit down with uh, your adjuster or your agent and do, or someone like me that can sit and look at an entire picture and help you map out how much you need in order to secure the foundation and move forward. And talk about how when we're younger, or we're in a state in our life where we have a lot of things we need to pay for and cover. And as we get older, we have less bills that we need to be responsible for and our children are older and less responsibilities and how to segue that together to where we have the coverage we need for life insurance when we need it. And we have the investments and coverage for when we need retirement and other things going on in our lives and how to understand that transition and work through with it. I don't know many other life insurance agents other than myself and my direct team that would tell you, um, hey, I want you to buy less life insurance. <laughs> Let's figure out how to get you out of life insurance. Most people aren't going to sit down and explain that to you. Okay, they're just going to sell you the biggest policy they can for the most money and take that commission check and run. You're never going to hear from them again. That's not the way that I want to service my clients. I want them to understand their needs throughout their lifetime and how to best protect themselves and best protect their families and best protect their profits. Ironically, I read an article that just came out. I also have that up, so I will share that. And this is a neutral article. This is you know, like CNN News. And it's talking about over the next several years, the baby boomer generation is going to be turning over trillions and trillions of dollars to their legacy, to their children, to their grandchildren. And what impact is that going to have on them? So here we've talked about life insurance, and we've talked about our foundation, and we've talked about increasing responsibility, but a lot of us don't think forward into that estate planning, okay? That's one thing I like to impress upon all of my clients or people I'm sitting down with is because 
if you don't do the estate planning side of it, most of it was for nothing. <laughs> we don't sit there and think, oh, what happens four days after I die? What happens a month after I die? Where does the money go? Who does the planning? Who takes care of the kids? Well, what if you missed all those and, and, and you've lived into your 70s and 80s and you don't have to worry about who's going to take care of the kids? You know, the kids are grown. They're taking care of themselves. You don't have to worry about this or that. You still have to plan out how this is going to happen and be creative about it. So I'm going to look at this article. It brings up some really good points that I wanted to share with you. So this is completely natural, right? It's CNBC. This isn't me. This is, but this is what's going to happen. So, and it's estimated that nearly 45 million U.S. households will transfer 68 trillion over the next 25 years. I mean, can you wrap your head around that kind of money? So with tax laws and flux, estate planning is more critical than ever, financial experts say. Okay, so what does that mean? People don't think about the tax employees. So to lessen the tax bite, families need to consider Roth IRA conversions, life insurance, gifting, and other strategies. Oh, so there's strategies we can put in place that can protect passing this money down. And it's not just for the elderly. It's understanding that if you want X amount of dollars of this life insurance policy to pay off your mortgage and you want X amount of dollars to go to your family's education plan for your children and you want X amount of dollars, you can get very specific here. And I highly recommend getting very specific and it's going to protect them. If you say, I want $10,000 to go into a Roth and I want it to sit there for 30 years, the amount of money that that's going to grow in that Roth is going to be substantial. So if you wanted to leave your grandchildren and you say, okay, the children need to get 50,000 and the house gets paid off and this and that, let me just tell you that even just an amount of $10,000 over 30 years could equal to millions for those grandchildren. You're securing a future and you need to sit down with someone who can show you the calculations, who can show you the examples. You know, people, here's 529 college savings plan, flexible way to transfer money, way to transfer wealth. And that's what I like to focus on is building generational wealth. Sometimes we look back on our lives and we say, hey, I'm in my 40s and, you know, I don't have it all figured out and I didn't go as far as I wanted to. But if you purchase a life insurance policy, you're not only protecting and building your foundation, you're able to map out a completely different legacy and generational wealth for your children and grandchildren. And I highly recommend you buy a life insurance policy to do that. And that's what this article talks about. I have it posted on the group so you can read it in detail there. We will um, have more of an open discussion, but we're going to start talking about the framework. Okay, we've talked about our foundation. We're moving on to the framework. I want to thank you for going on this journey today and commend you for taking the time to build towards your future wealth. Join me for more money tips and tricks at my Facebook group, Financially Focused Families. Follow me on Instagram, Heather's Financial Focus. Or check up with me on LinkedIn, Heather Stokes-Bitten, Legacy Builder, Wealth Navigator. 
Your financial future has never been more important. Let's get started today.